Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich. But you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet of fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. What's poppin' everybody? Hello and welcome to Popcorn Culture. My name is Ben Carlin and I am your host here with me today is my brother Jay, who will be in every episode. What's up, man? How's it going? Hope you had a lovely Christmas. Thank you. Thank you. Yeah, you likewise as well. Oh yeah, you were probably there as far as I know. That's the plan anyway. So we're, we're doing the thing where we're, we're recording um, for the future, but the future hasn't happened yet. Exactly. So you're listening post Christmas, but we haven't experienced Christmas yet. Right. Um, so it, it always puts us in a particularly interesting spot. But the, the kind of fun thing is that um, as this episode airs, it will be the 29th of the 29th. December, which means that we are just are just about to be at the the turn of the year it's about to be 2024 um and so before coming in to re- record this particular episode i was uh sitting down and i was just like oh just out of curiosity i kind of want to go back to this episode from last year okay. and see what it was that like we were talking about like what what aspirations we had on the horizon because i mean this is always a fantastic time of year to sort of do that like that kind of like in review like how how did i do did you did you have like any goals or um Oh, what are they called at the beginning of a year? The decisions. resolutions. Resolutions. Yeah. That's the one. I was like, <laughs> I, I know this word. <laughs> um, do you have any resolutions or anything that that you sort of like sought off to do and and maybe did or did not do? Uh, and it was really interesting listening to the specific things that came up in this particular episode. Oh man! Um, one of the things in particular was that you were talking at this time last year because again we were we would be post holidays and you were talking about the the concept or the term called stuffification. Um, Stuff. Suffocation, stuff like being suffocation, like, which is the like being suffocated by the amount of stuff you have. You do you not remember this at all? I I mean that's I I remember the word now that you say it, but it's not a word that has come up a lot. Is that what it meant? That is what it means. Yeah, okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. So yeah. you were you were basically um living in the aftermath of of the holidays oh, and, and the, all the yeah, gifts yeah. that all like you, you know the, you know like yeah. you and your your yeah. kids and everything got. So the house is now full of stuff, and um at the time we were kind of talking about like you know what what what, what do you do about like all of the things and basically what we were proposing uh pre-holidays for this year was that maybe you could go and do like a preemptive purge like oh. sort of get some stuff out of the house Dude, so that when the new stuff comes in did you do it abs i mean not not because i remembered the phrase suffocation or because we set out to um specifically like prep for this but yes okay I mean, well may, maybe just in preparation for like yeah we know there's a lot of christmas gifts on the way in but like there's definitely been in the last like three weeks beth has been in like like purge declutter mode Good. and uh, i know yeah i'm not sure it's like specifically related to like we're gonna have so much new things coming in okay but it is uh but it has been happening anyway and like even this past weekend i went through like i cleaned out the um the the garage which uh had just gotten very very cluttered and messy it's like man i cannot it is amazing to me the like amount and it's this sounds so dumb because i'm like walking just into my garage but like the amount of like 
energy I feel walking into the garage now where it is like clean and open. Yeah. And it's like, you wouldn't think. And it's like, I don't even, I don't even spend that much time in here. I don't even have that much use to be like most of my time in the garage is going to the fridge in the garage to get like a sparkling water. Right. Like that is my main purpose of being in the garage. And like, I, it's like, it's not a room I spend time in, but just like the act of being in a clean room, like brings me such joy. And it's like, and it's the garage, you know? <laughs> no, I know. I know. But yeah. I mean, I think like when you come to know a space as just being so cluttered and then when you're in it and it's not cluttered, it's just like, it's like, oh, this yeah. is so nice. Yes, there is. Okay. So in, in my bedroom, there is like on, on my side of the bed, there is just, you know, if you, there's the wall, then there's the space and then there's the bed, right? Oh, you know, well, there's Okay, I'm just gonna I'm gonna stop you right there. What luxury uh, <laughs> that you have space between the bedside table and the wall? I do. My 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 just just in case anybody's curious, my 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 bedroom is the size of the bed, and then we have two. There, I would say there are 14 inch round tables on both sides that we have a lamp on on okay. either side of our bed, and that touches one wall on one side and then the other wall it basically almost impedes the ability to open the door okay so that okay. That, that is like the amount of space that our bedroom gotcha. possesses is okay that, yeah so i've got yeah we've got the bed then the nightstand and then there's a space of about nightstand size next to the nightstand of open space and then the wall do you just do like yoga there I, jumping well, jacks so what happens though is like it is amazing so in that space when there's nothing at all in that space except for like you know the lamp and the nightstand the things that are supposed to be there yeah like it it is the same effect it is like this i can breathe it is so freeing and yet despite like the known value of this space being empty to me i will like inevitably like leave a pile of pants there or something you know <laughs> yes. like, it is always the spot like i don't know if you have this problem but like oh i do yeah. especially like I do. yeah with like like jeans or at like like if I like wear a sweatshirt or something with like a shirt underneath it, I will often get to the end of the day and be like, these clothes sort of fall into like a limbo zone where I'm like, I don't feel like they or need to go through the washer. Yeah, you know? no, I I get what you you're saying completely and and like I'm the exact same way. So like I, I typically I feel like my laundry basket will fill up so very quickly and a lot of times I'll be like what like how did this happen? It's been like a week's worth of clothes. Like I didn't wear that much clothes. And you go and you start like pulling like especially this time of year where it's cold. Yeah. Like you're like sweaters and pullovers and hoodies and stuff and it's like okay, this is not dirty and it's it's just taking up like a huge amount right. of volume. It's taking yeah, so it's like in my effort to stave off future laundry clutter. Yeah. I like will take those clothes off, but then rather, but because they're like worn and not like fresh, fresh, I like don't put them back in the dresser either. Right. So I just put them here and, but then I'm like, then, you know, then there's just a mess there. <laughs> Imagine Beth coming in and be like, J- J- Jonathan, oh, what is, what is boom, this? Boom, 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 boom. That's, that's my pants pile. No, 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 no. no this is it's the other way around. I mean, Beth does the same thing. Okay, Her side of okay. the room is more likely to, I think to have stuff on it than my side, but like that doesn't, I don't have to go over there. Cause mine is like, you walk in the door and boom, it's right in front of you. Okay. So it's like, if it's over there, like that doesn't impede. That's like her side of the room. I don't need to venture over there very much. Oh, well, I don't even have to like walk in that <laughs> space almost ever. Let me vent as well. Yeah. Okay. Let me vent okay. as well. Let me vent because, because I, I mean, this is, this is another one of those a very small room. Um, it's also it's a little, like, as a result, we have like one small closet. It's not like a, we don't have like a walk-in closet or anything like right. that. Um, and so that, that is the one that to be fair, at least my closet, 
closet is in the room itself, so I don't have to go to a separate room. However, we do have a separate room that is Alice's walk-in closet. Right, yeah, yeah, <laughs> So, yeah. Like, like, she has a whole room of our house that is dedicated to being her closet. And to be fair, it's a small room. You know, it's not like it's not like a full-size bedroom. Like, you, I don't even think you could put a queen-size bed in there. But it um, could function as a bedroom. It could function as a bedroom. Right. Yes, yes, absolutely. It has, it, it has its own closet. It has its own windows. So it is technically, in fact, a bedroom. And the thing is, is that, like, if you were to go into Alice's closet room, and on occasion she's good about it, but for the most part, it looks like a bomb went off in there. Right, And sure. there is just, you know, like a myriad of stuff, sort of everywhere but then because my my clothes are in the bedroom it's like if i have like an overflowing hamper it's sort of like it's like i, I hear about it yeah you know because it's like, like it's like wrecking ben. her her yeah, uh, it's in like, her space it's in her space right. all of a sudden she's like she's like what's going on with all this and i'm like hey now you have a whole room one wall over that looks a lot worse than my one hoodie that's like dangling on the floor over there we're doing right. okay yeah yeah but um, that's not a shared space I, i'm exaggerating this exact this entire c- yeah. circumstance a fair I bit for the bit but yeah. um but <laughs> <laughs> but this has come up before and at times I'm like, come on. Yeah. But like, I it, like sometimes I will like stare at my pants pile, you know, yeah, next pants, to my okay. bed. TM. TM. Yeah. Trademark. <laughs> <laughs> That's mine. Yeah. My pants pile. And I will like know in my heart that if it wasn't there, if I cleaned it up, it, I would be so happy. And, and at the same time, I'm like, don't, you can't do it though. Like, don't leave it there. Definitely leave it there for sure. Like, like, as if it would be like really self like because I know it would make me happy like doing it's like kind of selfish or something by cleaning it up by cleaning it up is that like a weird like personal relationship to have with something where you're like I know that it will make me happy to do this and because it will make me happy that's selfish and so I shouldn't do it and it's like it's so dumb because it's not selfish it's helpful to literally everyone including yourself it, it feels like you've got like like mental wires crossed exactly a little bit. Yeah, yes. yeah like which which I understand because I mean it's like prioritizing your own individual needs is is not always the easiest thing especially you know for someone like in your position where you've got like a big family and like kids who like need your attention and support yeah. so often mm-hmm. um, so I can I can see like where you've convinced yourself that like it's like no you know like I can't I can't just do this like I need to focus on like everybody else you know like whatever but yeah that feels like a hilarious sort of like yeah. like like byproduct is almost like I leave a mess but I don't want the mess to be there and and I actively am not happy about the fact that there's a mess and it would make me very happy to clean it up and it wouldn't even take that much energy that's the thing it's like it would only realistically take like two to three minutes to completely clean up this mess yeah. to bring me way like like and it's like the multiply it's like if you were like playing a video game like why do you keep skipping that like 10 times multiplier over there right like it is like such a such a discounted happiness item over there right you like, you would enjoy things right. so much like you you have to put in barely any effort and you would reap so much reward and it's like yeah but like you know that that it would make me happy to do that so yeah. you yeah. understand yeah. If you, it's you, off the you table. get it you get it yeah. <laughs> clearly i'm not going to go and fix this I, exactly <laughs> i don't deserve it you see right. in so the, in the meantime you can buy it's like a uh, form of self-punishment <laughs> We should we should we should go on Carlin Brothers Mercantile and include Pants Pile. Pants and pile. if you if you buy it, you receive nothing except for the new opportunity to go and leave your pants in a pile. Exactly. <laughs> yes. Like <laughs> because you've clearly never considered this potential opportunity before. Oh man. So, uh, so speaking of speaking of things you can buy, this is another funny story that we from uh from last year's episode that, okay. that I stumbled across. Suffocation. And, and I, I wouldn't I wouldn't have brought it up except for the fact that something happened this week. That 
that I thought was just so that had so much like a comedic value to me. Yeah. Um, you know, but like, so, okay, here's, here's the premise. So we, last year we were talking a little bit about, I think you have a down the street neighbor who was discovering the fact that you were like a YouTuber in like more of a like actual capacity oh, okay. ra- rather than like sort of like a, like a hobby type thing. Like, yeah. So basically the idea I think was that like he, their, their water was off. He was coming over to like shower or somebody was, and I so remember you, the occasion. Yeah. You were, you were chatting with him and in the process of doing so you were going through like a myriad of sort of like, there was like a Rhett and link reference and it was kind of like, Oh yeah, we got to meet them once. And, and we did at like a VidCon once upon a time. Um, and then the other one that came up was the Gregory brothers, uh, who happened to be from our area or region here. They were from Radford. Yeah. Um, and they now I think are in New York, but they, they make like a lot of like really cool, like music related, content yeah you probably know them from their hit remix of the popular youtube um video the pixar theory oh yeah 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 and, and it's and a I'll, real banger it's a <laughs> totally um so i bring it up because we made this video i believe okay so here's the thing yeah we were back when um you and beth were expecting the twins we knew that you were going to be taking your paternity leave and taking like a series of weeks away from the office and the gregory brothers had reached out to us at one point in time about like songifying one of our theories that we could then like make into a video upload and we were like oh this is going to be perfect because jay is going to be out during this this period of weeks and that would give us like a video that we could upload uh sort of like while he's not there yeah you know and it could potentially be like a good way to sort of like make sure that we were still putting out and and adhering to the schedule that we've always adhered to right you know without without like missing anything and so they came through and delivered the pixar theory the song yes they did which is just absolutely amazing and hilarious and it, it like blows my mind sometimes that you could go on itunes and search super carlin brothers and find that we have something there that we do you know like with with art and everything it's it's truly glorious and i remember like being like oh my gosh like it would be so wild if like something extraordinary happened from this and you know so with the with the gregory brothers who are really great to work with and everything they were like yeah and so like you know basically like here's here's how it goes down like you know and then uh once it's on itunes like you guys will like collect the royalties from like anything you know that is sold in mm-hmm. association with it and uh it was it was like it was like oh my gosh that's gonna be so cool like i bet people are gonna love this and they're gonna download the pixar theory the song and it's gonna be like like a fun thing um and then it was just sort of like the video went live it was like you know people told us you know like oh this is fun like you know what a cool thing or whatever and and, and then like you know it sort of just like went like a little bit radio silent and for years i was always sort of like it's so weird that we never heard anything about like the like getting like receiving anything from the like the itunes song right yeah you know from where people had downloaded it and stuff and you know let's see so the boys will be four in Uh february yeah um so like we're we're coming up on this having been out for four years just shy um i know which is unbelievable yeah yeah exciting on that front too but we got an email from the gregory brothers like two weeks ago and they were like, hey, boys, guess what? You finally crossed the threshold <laughs> <laughs> to take a withdrawal, which was $200, Wow, uh, which is in four years, how much uh, the Pixar Theory song had been able to successfully generate. And it was just one of those things where I was like, this is... <laughs> <laughs> like such a comical underperformance hey, or, ben, or if something. it's one thing we know about us it's that we don't know about music and we don't we, we just we just don't know i mean they do 
knew. And I think they, they did knew. A truly and they did an amazing job. job. If you haven't yeah. heard it, it's available on iTunes. <laughs> yes, it is. We will we will link to it in the description down Absolutely. below. It feels like it feels like one of those songs, though. Like I I like that. It feels like it could be like a TikTok. It could have like a like a like a two week run as like a TikTok sound. You know, it does feel you like know? that. Yeah, like, yeah. Like there's like, like, uh, like it, 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 it could have its moment. It could have its moment where it's like it's the uh like there's always those t- i one of my least favorite kind of successful videos on tiktok is when i see other people like they'll play this like kind of suspenseful dramatic music and it'll be like it took me 20 years watching toy story to realize this and it'll be like or like monsters inc and it'll be like wait a minute there's this poster cut to monsters inc oh my god that poster's in the closet what and it's just like Dude, you just pointed out one Easter egg that is like well known. <laughs> your whole piece of content your was whole, a be- like yeah, one Easter egg. Yeah, yeah. You're, yeah I was, just, and I'm just like it. It infuriates me when I see that content like that has so many like thousands of hundreds of thousands of views or whatever. And I'm like, dude, I've made like like video essays around that one little Easter egg you just pointed out. And it's like that, that even the point you're making isn't even like true, you know? Sure. <laughs> like, sure. 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 Like, 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 it's, it's not like an expansion on the story. It's or, not an expansion or like, on the story. Yeah. There's like, there's one in particular. I mean, there's, there's plenty of these videos out there where it's sure. just someone being like, wait a minute. Did you notice this? And it's like, I, for one, I also don't believe for one hot second that this, the person making the video actually just noticed it oh sure. I'm, you know i'm positive they just have a wikipedia page open <laughs> to, of to a easter thousand eggs. easter eggs and they're right. just sort of going through them and this one caught fire right. but there's one in particular where in monsters inc you can see inside of one of the monsters one of the rooms one of the monsters is scaring a poster that is also a poster sid phillips has on his wall in uh, Toy Story. Toy Story. Yeah. And so like the video, the little TikTok plays and you see him go in there and the person's like, oh my God, this, sk- you know, Sid scared this monster or whatever. And that's like the, the takeaway from the TikTok. And it's like, if you play that clip for one second longer, the mon- the his little helper dude says, she was only five. You know, <laughs> and it's like, it wasn't like, it is verified in movie that it wasn't Sid, that it was a little girl. And it's like, just, but so stuff like that drives me crazy. But anyway, I can see the Pixar theory song <laughs> being like a like a different sound you could use for a similar thing where it's like, wait a minute, this was there was there everything is part of the Pixar, you know, like, yeah, like there yeah, yeah. or it could just be then a sound for like, isn't it weird when things are connected? Right. <laughs> like, <laughs> like it doesn't have to be inside of Pixar. It's just like, did you ever notice this and this? Everything's part of the Pixar theory. You I know? know, I know. Yeah. I mean, I feel like I feel like this would be like a life bingo card. Well, and I mean, it's a, you know, I'm still still not on social media for like a year and a half at this point, but it does feel like one of the things that would have been like so aspirational would be to like be like a like a viral TikTok sound of some kind. Yeah, like to have said something in such like put together such a manner of words that that ultimately yielded like just infinite use right it's like oh man there's so many people who are going to use yeah, this, this and, is going to be out such there a, such a hooting and hollering it's just good time someday maybe you never know you never know with tiktok what's gonna what's gonna like pop off what could be the someday. next day i mean or like uh what was it in, in stranger things it was that that kate bush song the running up that hill oh yes you know? yes yes, yes. It's just like hey yeah just 40 years later casually topping charts for almost no reason <laughs> 
not no reason. I mean, obviously the song was very good and it just suddenly was like the song being used in like the climax of one of the best shows on TV. So right. Yeah, yeah. there's that. There's not that. for no yeah. reason, not but no, yeah. it is yeah. just funny that it had a resurgence. I, I, I personally sort of love that though. Like I, I feel like that's like, like, you know, it'd be so cool to be an artist and to have made all of these things mm-hmm. and then just like all of a sudden have this like weird lottery effect happen just like way down the I line. Like a, like a total renaissance of yeah. your work. Maybe when we're doing popcorn recultured, we'll be like, hey, hey, hey. <laughs> yes, yes, <laughs> yes, what? yes. Right. That's that's the dream, Jay. That's the dream. That's the dream. So at some point, we're going to have to stop popcorn culture so that we can eventually re-begin popcorn recultured. Or, right. or does it just eventually become cultured <laughs> in time? Just, it, just, it just grows bacteria yeah, all over the place. Gosh. <laughs> all right. What else were we talking about? Okay, let's see if I've got anything else. Um, so uh, also at this time last year, I was... So this is... This is maybe more like uh resolutions of of 2023 so i had i had a couple of big wins which was that uh this time last year i was literally wearing my running attire uh oh. in preparation i think I, I was doing my second run um leading up to the rock and roll uh marathon yeah. in nashville mm-hmm. which i okay. did i checkmarked nice. probably one of the hardest physical endeavors i've ever done in my entire life excellent um and kind of hilariously, I think we've talked about this on the pop once upon a time before, but it's, it's, um, like I did the exact thing, which was I picked a goal. I got all into it. It was like your, your Peloton for a month. Yeah. A month of day in the month of April. Yeah. Yeah. Month, Peloton a day in the month of April, April. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Not in May. Not in um, May. But like, you know, you put all this effort in and the goal and the hope is that like, okay, maybe what will come out of the other side of this is I will have like established a new good habit that mm-hmm. I will then, you know, like, like it's like, yes, I, I, I put the, uh, the marathon like finishing, like, you know, check mark the bucket list item on, on the pedestal. And it was like, okay, I'm going to do that. And then maybe, maybe afterwards I'll just be like a runner again. And that'll be yeah. like part of what I do. And sure enough, I did, I, I, I did the exact trope, which was that I, I trained and trained and trained and, you know, went out and I was, I was like in the cold weather, I was in the elements, you know, like, I mean, there were, there were days right. where it was like <clears> raining <throat> on us and it was like 33 degrees where if it was like one degree colder, it would have been snow, but instead right. it was just painfully cold right um you know finally got out there managed to get through the race cross the finish line and that was the last time i ran this year right it's (laughs) like it's just like yeah it's like you put that carrot on the stick and it was highly motivating but this the second you got the carrot you were done it's like that's it i know all i I wanted was the carrot man yes i did it i did it so yeah that was that was that was a big one um and and so now like you know as i'm kind of staring down the barrel at at 2024 and trying to decide like you know what would be like the big aspiration like what would be what would be something that like i would like to to you know put before myself mm-hmm. as, as something that i can kind of like work towards because <laughs> we you know it's it's this happens during times of the year i always think about this during the month or like the month the like during the summer season is that you know when you're younger and you in your like you know middle school high school years summer is like the time that you get to go and like spend so much time with friends because there's so much available you know, time to be used. Like, and and you're not preoccupied with other stuff. And one of the things I feel like that I've discovered as an adult is that now when the summer months roll about, everybody is so busy with like, you know, like, like everybody's traveling on a slightly different schedule. Everybody's got like, you know, trips here, vacations, you know, whatever. And so a lot of times I think I get to, to summer and I'm like, Oh man, it's about to go down. Like so many adventures about to happen. Right. And then, I, and, then, and then like the summer's over and you're sort of like, oh, wow. OK, well, I really didn't see as many people as I thought I was going to. Over right. This summer. Like, yeah. Like when <clears throat> when you're a kid, you your your family has like 
like maybe a big trip they're going on and that Correct. takes up like one week and in the rest of the time you as a kid are free to do whatever you want but as an adult like ev- like that's still true uh, everyone's family's taking like a trip here and there but because everyone's taking a trip that they've already planned never everyone isn't always in the same place to do all the things you want to do hanging out wise at, at the same time the yeah same exactly time. yeah um and, and i think that like the fourth quarter of each year ends up being very similar to this for me where where it ends up being like like you know i'm like man i don't really feel like i've been like chasing any of like my hobbies or pursuits or or, or anything like that you know for like a like a minute yeah and i think it's just because like you know we we enter into october we go really hard like you know with with go fest yeah. and then there's been um i've been doing those when we were young music festivals yep. in october as well we've got addison's birthday my birthday um so it's just, you know, lots of lots of like big weekends pre-allocated for those respective activities. And then you get into the month of November and it's sort of like everything starts like focus on, um, you know, Thanksgiving and, and like, how are you going to get, you know, get get together for that? Right. And then the holidays, you know, in the month of December, it's just like, you know, it's full tilt every weekend all the time and always. Right. And so, you know, it's like you're you're. I feel like I'm in that position where like, I'm, I'm like, I, I'm thinking so much where I'm like, okay, it's about to be a new year. It's about to be resolution time. What am I going to do? Right. And I'm, I'm just like, my brain is just like blank. <laughs> I'm like, I've got nothing. Don't know. Nothing coming into this new year. What about yeah. you? Do you, anything you're like, you're like hoping to do, want to do? Oh man. I don't know if I have like a specific, yeah, like aspiration. The last year I had been, I had planned on doing the Richmond half marathon. Yeah. Um, you are cursed. I I know well, I, mean, I have the, on, on, th- at least three different occasions on three occasions have- yeah i've signed up to do a half marathon and gotten uh and had to cancel for one reason or another um so yeah it, that has been a bummer so i've sort of been eyeballing the um shamrock half marathon which is in virginia beach the shamrock and roll i think it's the same company that did the the nashville one okay cool, cool yeah, i think cool. it's just another rock and roll one but because it's on st patrick's day they call it the shamrock and roll pretty cool yeah, yeah good wordplay good wordplay yeah um i know that one <laughs> that one ironically i have that <laughs> like not to like continue the curse or anything but that is one um, of the three I've signed up for, that's been two of them. No way yeah, that so, you've signed up for and then not been able and to then do. And not been able to do. So this dates back to, I think... Like high school. Yeah, like yeah. 2003 maybe. Yeah. Because I would have... Because I did one of them yeah. when when like we were we were training together like with dad for, yeah. for also a rock and roll half marathon in Virginia Beach Yeah. Uh, over this like Labor Day weekend or something like yeah. that. Okay, and maybe it, it wasn't the Shamrock one, but it was, it was a rock and roll marathon at Virginia Beach. Okay, gotcha. Which gotcha. is where the Shamrock rock one is as well okay gotcha gotcha. yeah so that was that was like when i was i was like 14 you were 16 maybe something like that yeah somewhere in that zip code and then um again it seems like it must have been like like eight years ago at this point in time you were doing like a training program with like a local running company yep yep and then yeah just had like a pulled it band on the 11 mile training run and that was sort of it for that and then yeah uh this year i had signed up again i had like a, i had like a coach i was working with and i was very excited i was like i've got a plan i'm gonna do it just gonna have just have a schedule do schedule have a schedule do the schedule but then like not even related to running i just like pulled something in my, in my glutes and i mean you guys remember i'm sure the just the episode where I couldn't even sit down because I was in so much pain. And like yes. this, that I was thinking about that the other day, like 
right as of like you know now i'm like you know you know perfectly healed and stuff and i've been running and biking and stuff like that so it's it hasn't been a problem and i'm like was it even really that bad and it's like it's so hard to to remember pain you know and it's it's like it was it was i just being a baby it's like no it was that bad it was terrible yeah yeah so anyway I know part of me is like, just go for it. Like try and actually finally do it. And part break of me, I know break the curse. And part of me is just like, just <clears throat> am I, am I willing to, because then even if I do that one, like in that time frame is when we're going on our cruise to Disney. So it's like, I'll definitely miss some amount of training to, to the cruise itself. Oh, that's true. Unless that's I'm true. running on the boat, which I guess you can do. I don't C- know. Could you imagine running eight miles on a boat? That's eight actively traveling boat, through yeah. the sea. Don't mind me guys. It, yeah. That'd be pretty cool. I bet some people do it. I Almost certainly. I mean, yeah. there's gotta be like a jogging path gotta right? be something yeah. right yeah i'm yeah. down i'm down yeah, yeah okay. count me right. in we can go for a big long run we'll just do a nice little run there <clears throat> yeah love it okay transition transition popcorn culture is supported by shopify if you've ever purchased a candle coffee tea or t-shirt from us then you've actually interacted with our own shopify store now in case that's not clear exactly what that means allow me to explain coming up with great merch can be a challenge and figuring out where and how to sell that merch used to feel like just as difficult until we found shopify shopify is your no excuses business partner you can sell without needing to code or design just bring your best ideas and Shopify will help you open up shop in no time. Long before I ever uploaded my first video to YouTube, I tried opening an online store for a past business selling aquarium stuff, as you know I did in a past life, and what I came up with was so complicated. It was the major blockade to creating merch for us for the longest time. That's where Shopify's standout feature must be its user-friendly interface and flexibility. It empowers users, regardless of technical expertise, to create and customize their online stores easily. So sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash pop pop. That's all lowercase. Go to shopify.com slash pop pop now to grow your business no matter what stage you're in. Shopify.com slash pop pop. Popcorn Culture is sponsored by June's Journey. Okay, so y'all know how we love a good Easter egg in a movie. It's like the creators are just winking at you from the screen, being like, hey, if you know, you know. Well, despite these, I often feel like my eyes are on just maximum alert, scanning every little nook and cranny of every scene. But I've got to tell you that June's Journey takes this concept to a whole new level. With a murder mystery backstory, you enter room after room and are tasked with quickly locating specific objects to progress through the story. And let me tell you what, I assumed I'd be good at this, but I must have played the estate parlor room like 10 times trying to clear it faster. Then there's this whole like customization aspect where you can build out your island as you earn points. It starts as like a beautiful estate, then you can add gardens, fountains, walking paths, and so much more. So find out who murdered June's sister and get lost in the roaring 20s and discover your inner detective when you download June's Journey for free today on iOS and Android. Popcorn Culture is sponsored by Marvel Strike Force. Okay, so are you guys like me, like where you watch the Avengers? You're like, wow, Nick Fury has no idea how to assemble a team. I would make so many changes. Well, with Marvel Strike Force, you can do just that. Because this game is all about engaging in epic battles, strategically assembling your team of heroes and villains to stop the evil Ultimus. But it is really not just about the battles. I mean, Marvel Strike Force offers an immersive storyline, stunning graphics, and a vast roster of characters to collect 
like an upgrade from Spider-Man to Captain America, Doctor Strange, Doctor Doom to Black Panther, the entire Marvel Universe is yours to explore. So seriously, it doesn't even matter if you're a hardcore Marvel fan or not, or whether you're just looking for like an action-packed RPG experience, download Marvel Strike Force now on the App Store or Google Play Store and join millions of players worldwide and unleash the power of the Marvel Universe on your mobile device. Plus, this is kind of the cool thing and maybe why you want to do it like right now is because the Deadpool anniversary event is going on right now. So there's like weekly events and bonuses. And if you complete each event, you receive special awards and skins and all that fun, cool cosmetic upgrade stuff. And, and we have a unique promo code for every new user. So please follow the link in our description. That's how they know you came from us and use the promo code max pool. And once again, thank you so much to Marvel Strike Force for sponsoring this episode. Ben, I have an update on the um, the sled situation in my house. Yeah, I know you do. <laughs> I know because you were there to help me. <laughs> I was. I was indeed. Yeah. Yeah. So the as as the as the recap. Yeah. As the recap, there is just this ledge in my living room where the Christmas tree is. And for as long as I have lived in my house, I have thought there has been that there has been this like um old wooden like sled that almost looks like a stroller or something. It's got like a handle where you could like push it. Yeah. Yeah. That um I that has been in our family for like over a hundred years. Yeah. And it, you know, it used to be up at our grandparents' house and it's made its way to our parents' house, and I was like, Dad could I put the sled up there as like decoration? He was like, absolutely. I love it. I think that spot was that sled was born for that spot. And I was like, exactly. Yeah, we're on this. We're on the same page. And so he brings it over and I go to put it up there. And there's this like light bulb, like a like a what is it called? Like a uh, like a tube. Yeah, like a, tube like, a, like a fluorescent tube, <laughs> yeah, bulb. A fluorescent tube bulb, like uh, which I knew was up there. But it turns out that there it is so up against the wall and so screwed down that the one of the the sled runners right yeah runners yeah why not won't won't what, fit what the between, blades one of the blades won't fit <clears throat> between the light and the wall and there's like so there's no way to do it i'm gonna have to like get up there and you know uh, unscrew it or whatever and that turned out to be like a little bit uh challenging to go through but so finally this past weekend you came over had enough hands on deck to where we could like actually work on it and you got up there and you were able to like unscrew the whole thing and we moved it and we finally got the sled up there and i was like all right here we go it's about to be up there only to discover that even though now we could fit one of the the sled blades against the wall behind the light that the sled is actually too wide by like an inch to rest the other blade on the ledge it's like it would be falling off and i was like this is so annoying and not meant to be and like it's like it's like an inch you know it's so close to fitting up there and it, it, it would look so good and i just it's like i know and at this point it's like five, as of recording this it's like five days till christmas it's like i think I think if I'm going to do it, it's like I got to rethink the whole dream here and get like get like a ledge extender or something. A ledge extender. I know. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, there, there certainly is a way to do it. We could also just like, you know, sl slap some bolts up in your ceiling and just dangle it from the sky. Just dangle it, you, you know? know? Like, I mean, sl sleighs are meant to fly. I mean, that's the thing. Yeah, we could. That, that'd be a whole different <laughs> project. Just like, yeah, just string it up from the ceiling. Give it a full Santa effect. Add some reindeer. Absolutely. You know, make this just like a full on project. Right. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Right. Yeah. I mean, yeah. We, we can commit to it year round. And then by the time next christmas rolls around it's going to be perfect you know yep that would be it'd be tricky we need a huge ladder because the ceiling gets very high at that point it does it yeah does. but yeah. you know you know 
You got to think about the end goals. I know. I mean, that's what it really comes down to. I mean, like, this is one of those things, like, where people who, like, really go all out for the holidays and, like, you know, decorate, like, and have all the stuff and everything. It's like, they must, in addition to having all of the stuff and having spent the money to invest in everything, they also must have a rather sophisticated, like, system of, like, like, both electrical wire management. Because, like, you know, if you've got, like, 95 different inflatables in your front yard, it's like, that's a whole bunch of cords that need to be going places. Oh, I know. And then you got to store these things somewhere. Exactly. Man, yeah. I don't know how people do it. It's a lot of stuff going on. So anyway, it doesn't look like the sled is going to get up there. As for the uh, timer on the light switch, uh, <laughs> this was so funny. I don't know if you guys have. I don't know if you guys have seen these yet, but our the new podcast editor, the popcorn culture editor, Isabel. Um, has been doing little animations of some of our conversations, yes, which indeed. is like, oh my God, I love it. It's so much. It's so funny. I think they are perfect. And if you haven't seen them, you should go check them out. It's like little popcorn culture animated. It's super fun. But um, <clears throat> she made one of me talking about how I could, how I, there was no way for me to go change the timer because the act of like going out the door got the children too rambunctious. And I sent the animation to Beth and she thought it was first of all hilarious because she knew exactly what I was talking about. Yeah. But then after she got the animation, she like texted me back like two minutes later. I was like, I fixed the lights. Thanks for the reminder. And I was like, exactly. <laughs> like That's how long it would have taken. Clearly you were inside of a window of opportunity during like quiet time or something. You just went out there and fixed it and done. And now they come on in the morning. So that part has been fixed. I know. I thought the hilarious thing for me was that I also sent the animation to my wife, Alice, who then was like, wait, should we should we have our lights on early in the morning? In the morning. Yeah. And and then I was like, and you were like, wait, I'm going to have to go figure out the timer. I'm like, don't make me go out there. (laughs) This will never happen. It's not going to work. Didn't you see the cartoon? <clears throat> yeah, so there's that. Uh, boy, the same. This is like the, the I had the, the same phenomenon happening last night, though. So yesterday, um, God, if you if you listened to after the final pop last week, you'll know that um, we earlier this week did uh, a a Pringles challenge. Yes, we did it. Well, yeah. I mean, you well, you did, you did. Yeah. Um, I I, I abstained. Yeah, you did, which is yeah. probably for the better. I might be suffering from Pringle poisoning, but. <laughs> <laughs> but what happened was la- last week, I forget even what the circumstances were, but we were discussing in office how fast we thought a single person could eat an entire tube of Pringles. Yes, a, a yeah. pipe of Pringles. A pipe of Pringles, a tube of Pringles. <laughs> a sleeve. A sleeve, you know, just a regular, a full, a standard size can of Pringles. And Isabel, the editor, told her boyfriend he thought it was hilarious. And so he, uh, we came we came out of recording the pop, the last week's episode, and he was just there with four tubes of Pringles for me and him and you and I. I know, this was... Or, this or was, and Ethan, sorry. It yes. reminded me, it reminded me so much of like early GMA days. It was such yes like it was like one of those things like we we were talking about it in such a capacity i was like oh what a fun thing to think about okay that's that's that and then this was like but like i know that uh like like high school age college age us would have been like oh yeah it's on it's on it's like should we drop everything we're doing and go use all 11 dollars we all collectively have to buy four cans of pringles right yeah Yeah. and then make ourselves sick with it it's gonna be great (laughs) yeah absolutely absolutely so So the the challenge was could you finish you couldn't use water but just could you eat the entire tube of pringles in under 10 minutes and i don't want to brag but yes yes uh actually i am gonna brag because i paid dearly for it for these bragging rights so prepare to hear them Yeah, yeah yeah yes so uh ultimately yeah ben didn't do it but me and Ethan and Isabel's boyfriend uh, also did it. And 
uh we were going through i think it took me eight minutes and 40 seconds to finish the whole tube yeah yep and uh, i think ethan did it in nine minutes and 30 seconds and i think um aaron didn't finish it all yeah so unfortunate for him so sad that's okay so sad that's okay well done valiant probably for the better yeah because almost immediately afterwards i was i just had like an upset stomach and i see like beth had had like a, a stomach bug last Friday. And so I'm not sure whether I was suffering from like Pringle poisoning or <laughs> from just caught the stomach bug or if I caught the stick or if in the process of getting sick with said stomach bug also decided to down a tube of Pringles. Yeah, right, right, right. Yeah, some combination of that was happening and I was completely out of work all day yesterday, either from Pringle poisoning or stomach bug. But that's not even the point of the story. Okay, okay. What's the point of the story? The point of the story is that getting back to the kids like the the, the like the fluctuation atmosphere of the house and like what the kids will pick up on yeah is like like last night i'm like sitting there and i'm like mostly recovered from my pringle poisoning and i'm sitting there on the couch and it's like I, normally this is what i might i might strike up a game of gears with the children you yeah, know well, of course, and they, yeah. they're recognizing like i'm on the couch it's nighttime like let's go well you want to play gears and i'm like I, I really can't i'm not like i'm in i'm still in a recovery mode here and i just want to sit and like not be bothered and just like chill and like I don't want to be upstairs sitting like alone in my room because like I've been up there all day just like being in pain like I want to be downstairs with the family right but like I can't really do anything either yes <laughs> so, yeah but like no matter what no matter every time I get every time I sit down a child comes and jumps on me or needs me to go do something or play with them or something and I'm just like I can't I just ultimately I just like gave up I'm like I, I can't sit down here I can't sit down here because my presence is just making you guys crazy right and so it's like I just like went upstairs and sure enough the three of them went on to just play by themselves you know oh, for like nice. the next for the next yes which was <laughs> nice and Beth's like okay, I was just sitting down there I was like yeah I can't do that like it doesn't work for me I you can sit down there they won't come bother you <laughs> <laughs> if I'm sitting there it's making them crazy <laughs> no I, this is I we, me and you share this one thing yeah. in common I mean you have more more children than I do uh three to one at least and um but I do have the two dogs at my house and yeah. it's the exact same like if I walk into the house and plop down on my couch then within seconds both dogs and Addie will be on top of me. Yeah. Like actively like, like climbing all over my person. Right. And like Alice will be like sitting in the rocking chair across the way, just like laughing up a storm because she's like, they don't do this to me. I don't know what's going on. I know. I'm like, I don't know what's going on. Like, why is it like this? Yeah. It's like, and it's usually like, I don't usually care because usually I can just get up and play with them. Right. Of course. You know, that's what I want to do. It's like on this, on this occasion, it was more problematic because of either Pringles or, um, sponges but yeah. you know yeah it's all right we made it through that's good that's good yeah. well, I'm, I'm glad i'm glad that you're feeling better yes Ma- made me it through too the side yeah. yeah so but so it's one of those things where i feel like it was like it was such an easy to pitch concept which is just like because i mean the, really what it reminds me the most of is like whether or not you can eat people say like you can't eat like five saltine crackers in one minute yeah i think and, that's what we were talking about that led to this yeah and, yeah and so that that's like one of those challenges where it's like five saltine crackers especially like if just laid before you seems like such an insubstantial amount of like 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 food to consume that it's like of course I can do that like that's no problem and then you put them in your mouth and it dries your mouth out so immediately yeah. that you're like oh no and you're right. like chewing through like cement basically yes and so the big question was like whether or not the Pringles were going to be the same way and I was like oh my gosh like are we inventing like a like a challenge here like is this going to be like a thing yeah and then, then it was kind of like like I feel like you and Ethan and Aaron all had sort of like bad side effects from like eating too much processed Pringle yeah food yeah and it was sort of like mm, maybe this is not a good idea I know yeah I was just like this was you know what I 
I, you know, we, there was a challenge and I did it and it was super, you're right. It was very like Gia. In fact, even immediately afterwards, I texted Mike and John and was like, guys, new challenge. Guess what? Who can do it? Yeah. And like later that day, like they were texting like, Mike, did you get it? No. Did you? It was like, oh, I got the bag, but I haven't done it yet. You know? Right, right, right. <laughs> we, were, we should probably send them a quick warning. Like, guys, abort mission. <laughs> <laughs> Definitely not. <laughs> not going to give them that warning. No, 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 no. Not this close to the holidays. Come on, man. Yeah. They'll be fine. Yeah, be all right. Be all right. Mike can totally do it too. You've seen, that guy has a huge mouth. He, he does. Yeah. He does. Yeah. He, he has the exact. Me and Mike are like polar opposites, and, and maybe yeah. that's maybe that's why we're we're such good friends. But I have the 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 least amount of mouth volume known to man. Yeah. Like right. it's just like there's not there's just not a lot of room in there to like hold hold stacks of chips and such. Yeah. Right. Like handful of M and M's. Laughable. Laughable. You I know? know. One by one. One that's, by that's, one. That's how I got to do it. <laughs> <laughs> but then we we literally I think when we were in high school we would uh, whenever we would go to cross country <clears throat> meets uh it was always a big thing for like one of the parents of of each of the athletes on the team to bring fruit and so grapes, gra- grapes were this like really big one it was actually extremely comical because <clears throat> like the the team mom would um like send out these like extremely forceful emails yes. that were like in all caps like in the subject like, line yeah. yeah like grapes we need grapes like urgent we need grapes yes so i feel like she must have worked in like an industry that was like very like high stress where it was sort of like like this is like the way like ideas were communicated yeah but like to anybody who isn't used to this form of communication it was always sort of like okay okay there will be grapes yeah like, calm you down know. but either way as a result we typically came up with lots of games like you know throwing grapes in the air and seeing if you could catch them in your mouth and, mm. and like whatever but one of the other things that we did was how many grapes can you fit in your mouth at once and i feel like i'm, I'm like a 13 guy you know? like, like, i sure like, i don't know even that seems kind of steep yeah, know what I'm, I'm like saying? i'm like yeah. you're 13 are you but I feel yeah. like mike was like 53 mike yeah mike was like don't even try to compete with this kid but like all, all all i was really trying to do the whole time was set up the baseline i know mike was like 53 and i know that i was like like comically small by Com- comparison. yeah right yeah. like just not even close yeah it was like wow 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 right um but yeah so there you go yeah, so, are you good at catching food in your mouth you know this is on historically no really? this has not been something i've been like very good at but i am on the hot streak we, be, we go to like hibachi dinners yeah. every once and again and they yeah. do like the shrimp toss and i think on my last three vis- visits i'm three for three wow so wow like, i know i mean not to, I'm, I'm in fact i'm not even bragging because i'm certain i just ruined it for myself yeah <laughs> like the next time i go that'll be it i'm, mm. I'm done i'm out right can't do it anymore yeah Yep. It's a, I mean, it's a, I think I remember we were at, it was a grapes thing. I was at, a, I was at a Virginia Tech football game and I was tailgating with a, a friend in high school and like they had some game where it was like, you know, they, they were, we were like just taking a, taking a grape in your hand and like doing like an underhand toss, but trying to throw it as high in the air as possible and then catch it in your mouth. Ooh, so like a good challenge, you know, which by the time it's coming back down, it is moving, you yeah. know, like um so terminal velocity yeah very is moving very fast for something to try to catch in your mouth and i remember like um just do it we spent like a while doing this and i got home and i was like i'm gonna get good at doing this and just doing like regular tossing in your mouth right right right. no i was gonna say i feel like you're good at this i I yeah so like i think i am i am fairly good at like catching stuff in my mouth okay yeah okay but just a random hidden talent of mine i know (laughs) maybe what we should make jay is is like um kind of like goldfish but we can make them like ducks and then we can we can have like duck and cup 
up. Oh, yeah. Uh, cheddar snacks. You, know, <laughs> and you throw them up in the air and try to catch, catch them in your mouth. <laughs> there you go. That sounds great. Yes. Yeah, yes. I like that one. Yeah. It'll be good. Okay. It's yeah, a worthwhile we need, idea. Yeah. We need some kind of, some kind of fun. There's got to be some sort of fun duck cheese pun out there. Certainly. Uh, yeah. We're probably dancing all around I it know. right now. People and are like, like, guys, it's right there. They're screaming at the radio. Come right. on. Yeah. Uh, I feel like, oh man, I do. I do feel like it's circling right there. People are like, guys, it's quackers. Right yeah, quackers. There, that's obviously it. That's okay, obviously it. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh man, we got there. Don't worry, we, we got, got there. there. Yes. Oh man, your, what, what a relief for everybody at home. Get your cheese quackers. There yes, you go. Cheese quackers. Oh my gosh. It. Oh wow. Whew. Man, I do. <laughs> That was going to drive me crazy. I was going to like call you in the middle of the night and be like, Quackers, man! (laughs) (laughs) And I I wouldn't have even needed contact. I'm like, no! (laughs) What was that? And you'd be like, no way. Yeah, right, right. (laughs) He said Quackers? Like, it makes sense. I got it. I understood. I I understood. Like, okay. Okay. All right, right, you guys. Whatever. Coming to a uh, mercantile near you. Yes. All right. Transition again? Transition! Okay, Ben. Last week, we were talking about how one of the real bummers about being, you know, aspiring treasure hunters is like, where do you start? Like, is there like a good, well-known treasure that hasn't been found? If there is, I want to know. Well, Ben, good news for you. It's All right. This it's, is it. I mean, possibly, possibly. Are you about to explain to us our future legacy? I mean, maybe, maybe this would be cool. This would be such a cool legacy, by the way. Yeah, I, I'm aware. Yeah. I know, like, <laughs> it's like I've seen National Treasure. I know who the coolest person to ever be imagined is. I'll get the lemons for yeah. the Constitution. Yeah. Right. Declaration of Independence or whatever. Yeah. Come on. There's nothing about the National Treasure that bothers me more than the scene where they put the lemon juice on the back of the paper and then they look at each other and they breathe. Yeah. And there's like, it's like, I know it's, like, it's like this like, weirdly they like sort of like they're like it's making very, it romantic it, or something. It's but very like, breathy. Yeah, it's a little weird. Yeah. Anyway, so continue yeah. though. Get your breath off the off the Declaration of Independence, guys. But for real, but show, for some, real. show some respect. Show some respect. <laughs> <laughs> you stole it. <laughs> respect is gone. Respect it's like, is, like clean you out. You already put lemon juice on it. Yeah. Right. Yeah. What are you doing? Um, Anyway, so we were on a call last night with some of our um, uh, patrons over on Patreon. Yes, we were. Yes, we were. And we were discussing um, pirates because we've both been watching the show um, Our Flag Means Death. Yes, yes. yes. Which if, if you're a fan of like <coughs> Thor Ragnarok and like that kind of like Taika Waititi humor, he, yes. I think he I think he either writes it. He's in it. He's he, in it. Yeah. yeah. Um, but it, it is absolutely just like that kind of just like, wow. Yeah. <laughs> okay. It is. It is nonstop. It <coughs> is. It is a very wackadoo show about pirates yeah but um it is it follows the characters of of steed bonnet yes the gentleman pirate yes and then uh his the, he runs into blackbeard yes. who is like a, in a, a steed bonnet in the show is like a terrible pirate he's just sort of like a was a rich guy who fancied being a pirate so he's like i guess i'll just go do it i guess i'll go do that i now, guess yeah. i'll just be a pirate for fun and then he meets blackbeard and blackbeard is of course like the best pirate ever yeah. but you know he's getting kind of bored of it so um they're just sort of learning from each other right. on the show yeah. and it's just sort of like comical because blackbeard's supposed to be 
ruthless and steed is so bad at being ruthless <laughs> yeah like it's like one of his mottos is like like th- like talk it out like <laughs> yeah. on, on the boat right like, like, on, like the first episode he's like having his crew like doing out, arts and crafts <laughs> yeah yet they're all like stitching <laughs> like, like stitching flags. flags yeah yeah it's i mean it's a really weird show but very funny at the same time it is uh it's got, it has a very particular <laughs> sense of humor about it however the point is that when as I'm watching the show, as I'm learning on the call last night, though, because we were talking about it, um, that uh, apparently Steed Bonnet was a real person. I know. And this- I was like, what? There was Steed Bonnet was actually a real life person who went by the gentleman pirate. And was, yes. 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 And I was like, that is crazy. And then this is going to this might just sound like completely ignorant to me as well. But like even just like Blackbeard comes up so much in every version of any pirate story ever. It's like, oh, there's Blackbeard again. Yeah. It's like, to me, it's like Blackbeard just sort of a fixture of pirate lore. But right. it's like, oh no, he was real too. Right. And I was like, wait a minute. How many pirates that I've heard of are real? Like th- then you start wondering like, wait, like how many pirates that I think were fictional are actual real pirates? And it's like, like I would have put Blackbeard and Steed Bonnet in the same category as like Long John Silver and Jack Sparrow. Who yeah, like, right, and, right. and those last two are fictional pirates. Oh, they are. Okay. Yes. So, n- yeah. No Long John Silver. That's no. Just, that's just a fast That's just from Treasure Planet. Oh, Treasure, uh, treasure Planet. Treasure Island. Treasure sorry. Island. From Treasure Island, which Treasure Planet is based on. Okay. Okay. Yes. Okay. But then what about? Jack Sparrow is just from Pirates of the Caribbean. No, I know that yes. one. But, but isn't Long John Silver also? Long John Silver is based on Treasure Island too. No, 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 no. The the restaurant is. Yes. Okay. The restaurant. Okay, the restaurant. Gotcha. Gotcha, gotcha, the gotcha. restaurant is named after the character in the book. Yes. Okay. Got it. Yes. Got it. Okay. I'm surprised <laughs> they were able to get away with that. But yeah. <laughs> yeah I know, right? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. So uh, continue then. But so yeah. Um. Anyway, and then I was wondering, like, uh, I was looking through. I just went on Google and looked up like list of like most famous real pirates, and there was like 15 more pop up, and I'm like, God, I've heard of like a good number of these. All right. Wow. <laughs> I'm remarkably well versed in the pirates. Tur- I was me. like, boy, I just thought so many like because pirates are like. Like such a fun like fictional like there's so many fiction stories about pirates yeah that you just sort of assume that like that they're just like the like the characters are fake but they're, no they're based on real people the, a lot yeah, of the time i think the thing for me was I, I, can't, I can't even remember what the name of the movie is now it's captain something um with tom hanks yeah but like he he's like driving like a like a freighter out at sea and like the you know the pirates in in that particular situation are are sort of like you know commandeering uh, the boat which is otherwise like minimally staffed yeah you know and so like but but they're not out there in like like a like a like a pirate ship they're out there just like in like small boats yeah with ladders that they can like throw over the edge like once and then like once they're up there and they have the right. intent to like cause harm right or, like they have weapons <clears throat> and right. you don't so exactly and like i feel like that has always been one of those things that sort of like recontextualized the idea of a pirate and it was sort of like almost everything we've ever seen about pirates in my mind all of a sudden became more like a work of fiction right it seemed like what we were uncovering last night is like no there are in fact like famous pirates and like some of like I mean, I'm sure it's never as whimsical and always far more dangerous. Right. You know, yeah. like in terms of. Yeah, but I think it's I think it's a lot less swinging on ropes and cannon battles and buccaneering the way you think about it. Right. 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 Yes. Uh, th- there's actually like a really good um, CGP Grey video about how pirates work. And okay. it's like most of pirating is more about like branding. Okay. <laughs> it's like it's like like you think about like the Jolly Roger, for example, like the flag with yes. like the 
the black the black flag with the skull and the cross swords or whatever. Right, right, right. Yep. Right. It's like, but like you'd think like, why would you ever like run the Jolly Roger? Wouldn't that just announce that you're pirates? Wouldn't people run from you? Wouldn't that like alert you know the 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 navy to come stop you or whatever? Right. Like, why would you have a flag that seems so stupid? And it's like, well, they don't run it all the time. They run other flags until they get close to you and then they run the Jolly Roger and then you see that they're pirates and because you know you're going to lose you just sort of either negotiate like okay how about this like I give you a bunch of money and you don't kill my crew and they're like yeah that sounds good to us thanks reasonable thanks enough we'll take we, it we won't kill anybody and everyone walks away happy except you because you don't have as much money as you did right but, but <laughs> you know? now we do <laughs> yeah but basically it's more it's it seems like it's more about like pointing the guns than shooting the guns right. you know Right. Yes. It, it's almost like at some point in time, somebody need, needed to establish the threat was significant enough. And then right. everything from then <clears throat> after is just sort of like fear of that thing happening. Again. Right. And it's like sort of like even if you're equipped, even if you've got weapons on board, it's like, all right. It's like the pirates are like, yeah, no, we're here to tussle. So it's either you give us the loot uh without the tussle or we we go ahead and um we go ahead and tussle it up and we'll just see if you think you can beat us that's great um but like even if even if you do beat us it's not like no one's gonna walk away unharmed on your end right you know that's true that's true it's like like there, there will be casualties yeah, there will no matter be, what. yeah like yeah. our flag means death you know so right. oh yeah, yeah, yeah i see that's so, yeah. a reference see, that's you the name of the show as, you may, that's yeah i think that's what they're gonna i bet in the show they get to like the flag being branding at some point well even the fact that he like he like you know uh steed gives himself the name of the gentleman pirate it's almost like like the character as inept as he is at being an actual pirate yeah seems to actually fully understand that like hey like when it, when it comes down to it it's like what i need is the reputation right like, i mean and he's being silly about it like i feel like yeah i, I can't even say like he's accidentally being good at establishing a reputation attached to this, right. this moniker. Yeah. Well, actually, even as I'm saying it, I think there is an episode where like Blackbeard is feeling like really like bored with being a pirate. And he's like, I don't even have to like, I don't even have to be on the ship anymore. People just know what's my ship and they surrender. Right. Right. And right. It's right like, yes. yes, exactly. That's, but like <laughs> that's, so he's bored because pirating is no longer like buccaneering and swinging around. It's, it's not a challenge. It's yeah. just become like, it's too easy. Yeah, I pull <laughs> so. up, I pull up the hand over all their valuables and then we leave. And so now I've got more riches yes. than I know what to do with. So anyway, I was like, I just watched one piece as well, which is another amazing pirate show. You should watch on Netflix okay. or just watch the anime if you've got like a free 500 hours um <laughs> thousand episodes there's, there's thousand of it it's very long but i was like okay is blackbeard in one piece because he at least wasn't in the first season okay but i was like this is like the ultimate pirate anime it's going on for a thousand episodes like surely certainly at, they have a blackbeard character at this point in time they've accidentally included him right seems and like sure enough they do he's a huge antagonist we just haven't met in the show yet because he's not like you know season one baddie level you got know? It, yeah, yeah, he's yeah. like yeah later on um so there's that and then I was like, okay, okay. So clearly he's in there. And then I was like, is Steed Bonnet a One Piece character? And I guess he is, but it didn't seem like there was a, like an obvious picture. So I don't know if he's just in like games or something. I don't okay, know. Sure. But anyway, but then the whole, the whole story about One Piece is that at the beginning of the show, there's this character called Gold Roger and okay. the, you know, the, the, the Navy has finally captured him. And before he dies, his final words to this giant crowd of people are, I've hidden my massive treasure, the One Piece out there. Um, in to, the to be sea. found. To yeah. be found. Whoever whoever finds <laughs> it shall become king of the pirates. And it's like so. 
like the the Navy in giving him his final words has just turned an entire massive crowd of people into pirates who now want to find like they've caught they've caught the big one but now they have a thousand more problems right right, right. so yep, it's like okay. he gets this sort of like last revenge in there or whatever I like um it. so I was like okay 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 is gold Roger based on a real pirate like is this guy and I looked it up and it turns out then that there was a guy named uh it's it's he is it says he is likely based on the real life pirate Olivier Levasseur, who was a French pirate nicknamed La Buse or the Buzzard or La Bouche, the Mouth, in his early days for the speed and ruthlessness with ruthlessness with which he always attacked his enemies as well as his ability to verbally attack his opponents he is known for allegedly hiding one of the biggest treasures in pirate history estimated at over 1 billion pounds and leaving a cryptogram behind with clues to its whereabouts 1 billion 1 billion ben 1 billion pounds out there and it has apparently never been found no way i know with a cryptogram and everything my goodness i mean it seems like it seems like i but the, but but it's 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 so and I'm like my the part of me that wants it to be real immediately was like okay ears up ears up and then mm-hmm. it's also like it's like how would it have not been found how would it have not been like, found this is this is um I mean it reminds me so much of Ready Player One where it's like how did it take so long for anybody to find a key yeah I know, you know right? it's like it's like no way like everybody's been looking and nobody, nobody's ever done it nobody like, looked on Ludus Ben you know nobody looked the on old Ludus. school system yeah yeah but this guy you know this is that's like July seventeen thirty that's when he died so it's been it's been a good 300 years here i know but this also feels like such a such an ironic <clears throat> revenge like i mean exactly like as you described in one piece where it's like it's such a good way to like leave by being like haha i may or i know may. It's, it's schrodinger's treasure right you know? yeah, it's like, like it's like until it's been found it either it, does or doesn't exist i know like, it's like, both. i know i know so that that is I, I don't know if he was doing this some kind of revenge this is only me reading like one paragraph or whatever you know? <laughs> you were, i'm not sure if he was like ha, 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 i'll show you i'll turn a whole generation of people into pirates <laughs> right um something there, like that is there <laughs> any possibility that this is what birthed um like like steed bonnet in the first place like 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 a similar kind of call you know because like i think part of the novelty of steed as a character is that like he was basically um you know like a like a at least somewhat wealthy uh like landowner yeah Yeah. so like you know he's he's living a life that i feel like in lots of stories plenty of people would have gone to quite extraordinary lengths just to simply have the life he already had right like and then for him to optionally leave it for a life of piracy feels like 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 even for a pirate to me on some level, it almost feels like your end goal would just be to be where he started. Right. Which would yeah, be to right? like go and collect enough treasure to where you don't need to go and be on the high seas anymore. <laughs> right. Like you can just go and live a life of, of luxury of, yeah. of, of comfort. Well, and such is the plot of the show that like steed is so wealthy and so like doesn't need to do anything that the monotony of his life has led him to the sea and Blackbeard's success as a pirate has led him to such monotony that he no longer wants to be on the sea. Right. right, so, right. So, so they're like, so they actually end up being friends. But then this was the other thing. So you're reading about Steed Bonnet, the real life gentleman pirate. Turns out him and Blackbeard Beard were actually friends. No it's like, way. Yes. Like what the what? heck? How does this show actually have some basis? I know like, because because like, it, it just sounds like you chose like the cheesiest pirate in the world and matched him up with the most ruthless one. And of course it's funny, but it's like no, that was real. Yes, that, that part happened. Of course, it probably wasn't as hilarious as having these two actors um 
you know play it out yeah, but play it i, I out, feel like but... from what i've heard like like what we were talking about on the call last night was that steed bonnet like actually paid his crew like a salary yeah yeah like, like he was like the gentleman pirate like an actual thing that is, it's so it's so interesting yeah it's so interesting and i mean it's like i mean it's it's one of those things like where you know a lot of a lot of history that like makes its way through time you know it oftentimes does feel um like because it was something that was so remarkable that that it it merits being remembered you know and a lot of times that ends up being kind of bad things yeah throughout history and i mean i think in a lot of ways piracy probably involved a fair bit of bloodshed but like the idea of of like being able to just simply like witness a pirate ship like in its truest form mm-hmm. is something that like you know if i had a time machine i'm like i would go back and i just want to see what it was like <laughs> like for one day yeah like living on a pirate ship right you know just just go and just be like just totally undercover there. and yeah 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 so anyway ben the answer is there a treasure out there maybe maybe yeah so yeah, i mean okay guy. so our, here's the real question do you <clears throat> think that someday when we're like 65 we'll be recording popcorn recultured yeah from our makeshift vessel at sea mm-hmm. you know and and we'll have to like come into port on occasion so we can we can upload our episodes i know right maybe to maybe. the intersphere right. um, unless at that point in time there's just internet out at sea it's just like <laughs> stuff like this where it's like there, there's a giant treasure like this out there like because he was like a, a french pirate or whatever so it's like wherever he's like sailing around it just seems like in the last 300 years someone's what somebody would have accidentally found it I know by is, now right this is like one of those things that where it's so hard I think to <clears throat> mentally comprehend just how darn big the ocean is like, right because I mean this is this is one of those things like where um like uh what, what, there was a flight that Beth was all like interested in oh yeah like the lost Malaysian flight yes exactly yeah yeah, yeah. and it's, it's like one of those things like where you would imagine like a modern day plane going down at sea especially like with some semblance of like where it was supposed to be and when it's like well surely we can go and examine that seafloor right like how hard right. could that be you know yeah. it's like when i go on google earth and i zoom out to the point where i can see the whole globe it's like i can see i can, can see, see so much all. ocean at once right you know but then it's like you get out there and it's like oh there's miles and miles and miles and miles and every and you're just like direction. this tiny little boat yeah you're, you're, you're a tiny even if you're a huge boat you're a tiny little boat right exactly um, so i feel like what they really need is like whatever they invented in um wakanda forever you know like the the device that could like scroll the bottom of the ocean ocean like looking for like uh yeah like, like signals or or some type of like you know metal presence or something right you know that's that's what you need that's what you need yeah so we got to invent that thing yeah like I the guess like so. the mars rover but for like underwater yeah you know just go drop it in the water just, just drop like, it in the water let it go let it know? go yeah let it but do you think his treasure would be underwater oh uh, you know what I, I did assume that. Yeah, I, I, I might. I might be just as, like being like, "Oh, pirates!" It's just like it was in a ship that went down, or it was thrown overboard, or I mean, but you couldn't have had a billion pounds in one ship, no matter what. In I know. 17. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Like wherever he's stashing it all, it's got to be somewhere. He has to be able to. Ex- he, he wants to be able to access it himself. That's it. You know, we're gonna go steal the Declaration of Independence. That's because <laughs> that had something to do with this guy. Oh, almost certainly. I yeah. mean, that treasure I would believe is a billion pounds of treasure. The Declaration of Independence. The, no, 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 no. The, that's the, probably worth more than a billion. <laughs> yeah. Well, that's a good question. It's like, what, what, what would it yeah. be worth? How big was that heist? <laughs> right. Yeah. yeah. Um, no, no, no. The, uh, the, the treasure that they find uh, is like rooms and rooms and rooms of just like piles of gold. Right. Yeah. In national treasure. So yeah. I would bet that by weight, it's a billion. 
a billion pounds. Or are you referring to pounds like currency? Currency. Currency. Yeah. Okay. Yes. I was thinking a billion physical pounds. <clears throat> no, yeah, it's a billion pounds of currency, okay. which I mean, if you're going by, you know, pirates um, and I because, you know, my mind obviously goes to gold. If you have a billion, you know, pounds worth of gold in especially in those times where yeah. you know uh, a little a little money went a lot further <laughs> yeah are we adjusting then, for inflation here yeah i don't i have no idea is it worth a billion today or worth a billion then I don't know. a billion yeah. then would be insane a billion then now would be yeah, yeah. like unbelievable unbelievable it's yeah like, it's like what made you the wealthiest person on earth it's like well i found a 300 year old pirate treasure so yeah <laughs> but also even that i feel like is so storybook like to imagine that you could like quite literally become wealthier than the people who own like tesla amazon apple by by quite literally finding treasure yeah <laughs> like yeah like it's not just like you're going to be like wealthy beyond your wildest dreams like being wealthy more wealthy than the wealthiest people on the planet right would be yeah. by finding treasure by finding someone treasure. else did it earlier can you just yeah. tell i mean i'm i nothing nothing makes more makes me more excited and it's like i don't even want the money i just want the hunt <laughs> like, i just want the hunt i just want to go out there and and, and like find like i can find anything <clears throat> of any value and it would just like it would be so much fun to be like oh my gosh i solved it like i figured it out i, I think i sometimes because this is this is like what happens with super carlin brothers so like even going back to the pixar theory for example it's like we we go through and like there's nothing more thrilling to me than to think that like people People who are writing these stories are writing these subplots that are sending these like little shoots off in random directions, like because they are hoping that someday somebody like will find them and pull those strings and discover what was like hidden at the end of them. Yeah. And it's like whether or not it was ever the author's intention for us to discover the things that we've discovered or if part of what we're doing is just like in injecting our own creative like like uh, flavor to the story right you know what i mean like yeah. it's it's like i would love to think that the writers of the story the you know or the directors of the films or whatever are doing these things intentionally because what they want is like someday for it to be found but then there's also the part of me that's sort of like they're putting so much energy just into trying to create a really good story a good visual masterpiece that it's like to what to what like lengths could these people possibly be going to to also additionally be hiding like hidden messages hidden yeah. messages <laughs> like like the careful eye might see it yeah right you know like yeah like we didn't get time to explain this but it's there it's there it's like <clears throat> it's like we, we have a whole there's a whole thing you know it's like you didn't realize like this one character he says this one thing you know you never notice how it doesn't like track but like you know if you put it together with everything else it's like whoa amazing what? yeah and it's even better than the actual story when you when you get it because you get to, you get that like sense get of satisfaction well, do, yeah so once upon a time here in roanoke <laughs> there uh the local radio station k92 k92 yeah that's not how it goes that's not Q99. at all 99 that was a different one that, that was closer. Was, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Q99, the morning thing with Dick and Dave. <laughs> yeah, nice. <laughs> yeah, no, it wasn't the morning thing. Gosh, Breakfast Club with Bre Dick and Dave. Bre wow. Was yes. it the Breakfast Club? It was the Breakfast Club with Dick and Dave. It's still Dick and Dave. Is it really? It yeah, is. Yeah. It is. <laughs> K9, K92 had the morning thing with Danny and Zach. Um, neither of them is there anymore. Yeah. Doesn't matter. Anyway, once upon a time, the radio station in Roanoke, K92, was they had this um, event called the Diamond Dash. Yes. And the Diamond Dash was basically like this company that would come in and they would go around like the city and they would collect all these clues and then you would sign up for it and you would um, you it, would, it was like a text like a like text on your phone kind of competition where like when it started everyone who was in the Diamond Dash would get a text on their phone and it would say like what is 
the you know what year was the the wigmore building founded or whatever and which is a building give, here in yeah which is a building here in roanoke and you would get like um an address as well and then you'd have to be on foot and you could like run to that address and you know look around and try and find it and there'd be like a plaque on the wall that would say the wigmore building founded blah 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 yeah, and yeah. then you text back the answer and if you were right they would say correct and they would send you a new clue and you'd go off on your way oh, amazing. and like <clears throat> Yes. So this was coming to town one year and um, I like I signed up for it and me and our, our buddy Mike, uh, he was like my, my partner in the race. And yeah. it was like, I think, and if you won, it was called the diamond dash because you like won some like very expensive, like diamond ring. Yeah. Right, like, right, it was right. like, like $10,000 in value or something from, and the whole thing's like a big promotion for whatever jewelry store was doing it or whatever, but like whatever. And I remember doing it and like, I was like the the event I was like so excited for it and like not because like it would have been great to like win the diamond or whatever but like I at the time of doing it I was like not in a position to like propose to Beth like like we weren't there in our relationships I remember telling her about it she was like well like were you going to propose like no <laughs> it's like really awkward especially because like the whole day she was like trying to text me and of course i could not respond because i was like in the middle of like the event or whatever that is so funny i know yeah, yeah, yeah. it's it like it's like it's it's such a like it's like so wait you're going to do and spend a whole day doing a competition to win a diamond ring and we have been dating for years now, yeah so uh, right so it was like yeah look i just but like you're right it was like the what was fun about it was like the hunt itself yeah you know and i like i literally the day beforehand i remember like, I, I walked around roanoke trying to figure out like what the different clues might be oh my gosh i know and like just like familiarize myself like i was like definitely like i mean i know like all the roads and stuff but it's like some of it's like I'm li- i was walking out she was like this is this intersection this is this intersection this is this intersection and like i found some and sure enough some of them paid off like yeah, yeah, yeah there's yeah, only that, so many little like things that could be clues roanoke's not that big roanoke's not that big <laughs> yeah. you know they got to keep it inside of a certain area and i remember like that it was like a three-hour competition and i don't think i have like run as fast like from place to place it was like the adrenaline was so high oh i bet during yeah. that event yeah, it was just thrilling. like every second counts get to the next one get the answer send it in move and man i think we came in like fifth or something it was really close <sighs> that's but amazingly close. i know yeah we didn't didn't quite end up getting there but man it was it was super fun but you're right. Like I really wish. Yeah, it would have been better if the prize had just been fifteen thousand dollars, you know, instead of like like a, a, a ring valued at that. Right, right, right. Because that would have been more of just like a yay, big win. Yay. Um, <clears throat> so, yeah. like, do I remember correctly that during this particular occasion, I think Mike was wearing those like Vibram. No, like, I was. Oh, you were. Wearing I was. Them. Yeah, okay. I was wearing the Vibram, the the five finger shoes. Yeah, I, I completely forgot that you actually owned those. I and did. Now it's coming screaming yeah, back to me. I owned them, and I was like, yeah, this will be good. This will this will be cool. And man let me tell you what a terrible footwear choice for this event where you are sprinting around sidewalks and roads concrete yes i mean i could not stand at the end like during it it was like i didn't even notice it the adrenaline was so high and then like as soon as it was over it was like the pain in my feet was like terrible i bet i bet bet you were just bruising it was yeah basically yeah yeah, but man i was i remember and it was like kind of crowded downtown and it was like it doesn't matter i'm like sorry i am sprinting through you people right yeah. now like get out of the way doesn't matter this <laughs> See is ya. yeah if you're if you're ever in like a like a public event where they're doing like a t-shirt cannon it's yeah. like if jay is near you mm-hmm. it's like you might want to just like give like give some space mm-hmm. a little bit of a, a little bit of a buffer zone because like, i this want is, that shirt go, going all but out it's the same but, thing it's the hunt
fun. It's like, you know, am I going to wear that shirt? No. You know, like, but, but, um, but I'm but, not going to be the one who catches it. I, you better believe you it. You better believe it. You yeah, know? yeah, yeah, exactly. Move aside, children. Move aside. <laughs> <laughs> I want that triple XL shirt, yo. Yes, 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 yes. Oh man. Oh, so much fun. One of these days, one of these days, what is, yeah, I feel like on my life bucket list is the opportunity to, to fire a, uh, a t-shirt cannon oh, yeah. at some point in time, or even just a t-shirt slingshot, you know, it doesn't, it doesn't slingshot. have to be, it doesn't have to be like ultra powered or anything. Right, just, yeah. just the ability to lob t-shirts into a large crowd. You it seems it. like fun. It does seem fun. And you're going to make like a few people's day. Yeah, and absolutely. Then like a, a few other people will be close and right. like they can tell their friends about that. Right. Yeah. You're, you're just handing out, you're not handing out t-shirts, you're handing out memories. You're handing out memories. <laughs> Exactly. Yes. Well, I don't think we're going to top that. No, so. definitely not. Anyway, guys, thank you so much for tuning into this year's uh, worth of popcorn culture. It has been such a wild ride. So many fun things have happened, uh, and we do appreciate you uh, being here with us for all of it. Um, as ever, if you have any feedback for the show, uh, you can head on over, to, or you can email it to popcornculturepod at gmail.com. If you'd like to download uh, the Pixar theory, the song, you know, see if we can get that trend. Yo. Uh, you can do so on iTunes. I guess we'll link that down below as well. Uh, otherwise, if you'd like to support the show, you can do so at patreon.com slash popcorn culture. And until next time, pop, pop. <laughs>